0: On tonight's episode of the Superhero Show Show, we'll find out if Fear the Walking Dead is a better Western or murder mystery, if the X-Men will rescue Jubilee, and if Mike's eye water will morph into tears. All of that and more on the all-new Superhero Show Show. What's up, nerds? Welcome to the Superhero Show Show, the only show on the internet where we review every live-action television show based on a comic book or a comic book property. My name is Cassie. You know me. You love me. I'm the host of this episode, which means it's my job to uh, lead us through all this comic book TV, keep us on track, and try to keep these fools in line. Speaking of fools... I've got fool number one here with me. Mike, how is it going?
1: <laughs> Just because I laughed at your arrogance.
0: Yeah, that's what You know it, me, you it, me, you love me. You had a little chuckle, and now I must take you down. It was your time to shine, but now, not no more. Mm-mm.
1: Yeah, I understand. And I, you know what? Thank you for complimenting and saying that witch's cackle was a chuckle. <laughs> that that yeah. is an upgrade <laughs> for sure.
0: It was, it was straight up like Mark Hamill's... Um, trickster laugh or whatever <laughs> you did have like it was a lot of joy behind it so i'm happy that you have this joy in your life right now
1: yeah you know what uh it's a good day and uh, there's going to be a lot of uh trickster cackles today
0: i can't for no i can't good wait reason. for it uh speaking of Mike, how does it feel to be proud? Like you can finally be proud of saying that you are from Philly for once. And I just Philly, baby. I you like let us you, you didn't let us
1: down. You didn't huck batteries at democracy. You voted <laughs> for the people you should have voted for. Thank you so much. It's the one time.
0: They're straight partying with gritty. And I just yeah. like I've never been jealous. I've never wanted to go to Philly or least of all, been jealous of somebody from Philly, but right now they're partying with Gritty, and I can't believe it.
1: It's a big Gritty orgy, man. Everybody's just sucking that furry cock.
0: (laughs) Speaking of that, I also have another friend here, Ryan. Do you have anything to say to what Mike just claimed?
2: I have something to say to you, Cassie.
0: (laughs) Yeah? Hmm.
2: You know me, you love
0: me. Mike just said furry cock.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That reminds me of something.
0: (laughs) Well, you were like, just—we know being, you have that condition. It wasn't like it wasn't like that was an instant like connection to you. It was just you were being so good and so quiet for so long. I had to reward you and bring you in right at that moment. So well, it's
2: called it's called podcast manners. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard, but manners are back. It's no longer Whoa. just being about fucking loud, obnoxious idiots like you two now it's time mm-hmm. to actually wait your turn and don't interrupt and don't lie all the time again yeah, that's, like you Oh, oh you're interrupting anytime, right now look he, why, anytime, he's interrupting oh, immediately right. any, I didn't any anytime even
1: somebody like that. just has like a tray of food or beverages I'm gonna flip it out of their hands and scream manners yeah. <laughs> they're back manner. bitches uh, and,
2: and I, also I Mike's you. not the only fucking one from Philly okay what, what, are, what are you talking about I've, I'm from uh, I'm drinking water from there all the time
0: is this philadelphia or is this canadian i can't tell
2: uh six of one half dozen of the other i I would say that basically all people outside of california they all talk the same and it's stupid this
1: is you know that that little neighborhood in north philly winnipeg (laughs) i think that's where (laughs) ryan's from
2: mike let me hear it
1: the philly i'm I'm notoriously bad at the philly accent because i try to erase uneducation out of my system and because yours is uh,
2: yours is different than my perfect one but go ahead
1: yeah, it's stuck in my head, but yeah, it's, uh, oh, you know, you're going to go down to South Street, drink some water, eat some cheesesteaks with some whiz. It, it's it's just Jersey
2: light.
0: Okay, I see it. I see it. It was very casual, too. Like, it's not as... It's yeah, it sounded exactly
2: like Mike. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh,
1: say, uh, you know, I, I, I don't talk like Philly because I moved to Orange County. Uh, Orange. I, Orange. I used to love coloring with <laughs> crowns. Uh,
0: uh, fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Ryan, I know like Mike's got this Philly accent, but uh, I know you've got the Gritty accent, so like, do you want to just like, bring out Gritty real quick? <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, that was... I've never... Again, I've never had the honor of partying with Gritty or meeting him, but I do feel like that was 100% our boy, so...
1: It was mostly in the eyes. Ryan's <laughs> yeah. eyes went all over the place when he did that voice.
0: Doing like barrel rolls constantly it was so good
2: <laughs> do a barrel for the, roll
1: for, for the flyers to go from no like a negative mascot like zero just like gaping hole where mascot should be to have the best mascot in human history is good for them man
2: Honestly. also did we all know when gritty came out that he would be basically single-handedly responsible for saving the democracy and <laughs> making sure that trump left office
1: i think that was the, the long plan that that was the DNC. They're like, look, we gotta start a few years early to, to get these fucking northerners who think they're southerners to get good politics again.
2: We are the name of this podcast is the superhero show show. We talk about all superheroes, and only one saved America from America, and his name is Gritty. Gr- Grinifer G. Gritaimes. <laughs>
0: Is gritty our version of Bebo? I know we've always wanted a Bebo in our life, and is this is gritty our Bebo?
1: Yeah, gritty actually is when the three of us hold hands, we become gritty.
2: (laughs) It's unfortunately we hate holding hands, so we just never do it.
0: We never will. Pretty rare. We did it just this once for you all, and never again. So we'll never have that power, guys. I can't believe we have all this joy going on and. Sadly, for the main event, we are going to have to talk about a Walking Dead show, specifically Fear the Walking Dead. It might have been all right, though. So we'll find out in that segment. But before that, some bullpen bullshit. <laughs> Welcome back. We are here for the bullpen, and we have got some prime bullshit for you all this week. As you heard us mention earlier, it the election just happened, and we are completely consumed by it. We simply have to know which of our characters, like would have who would have they voted for? That sentence didn't fully make sense, but it's totally Flawless. fine. You guys get <laughs> what I'm going for. I'm gonna throw some characters at you. We're gonna. I want you guys to tell me who you think they voted for because you you guys are the experts. You know them so well. So our very first character that I'm gonna throw at you today is of course Ollie slash the Green Arrow.
2: So Look, Ollie know- is rich.
1: Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say. I know he, <laughs> he has money, and so that would make you think like probably like you. He doesn't talk about it, so you assume Biden, but secretly Trump, but. If he has any bit of the comic book Oliver Queen, he is a that's true giant throbbing socialist, like and
2: rollicking liberal. Like in the comic book, he just he like hops around town singing liberal songs and doing liberal dances,
1: and he causes trouble with other superheroes because he looks around and goes, "I think we're all violent fascists." We should actually fix things by like fixing the problem. And like he gets into it with Batman because he's like, no, let's go after the businessmen who caused the poverty that caused the crime.
2: Yeah, not the tiny drug dealer who is just a victim of society.
1: Oh, I love Oliver Queen. Uh, so I think but my, like.
2: Before you answer though, and I know which way you're going, but before you answer, we can't just say all of them would have voted for Biden. Okay. No.
0: Oh, it won't. Trust me. I'm going to answer from the
1: gut and the <laughs> nut.
0: The only way he knows how to answer things, of course. But trust me, I have some monsters here. Don't you worry. Like We for sure aren't hitting only Biden.
1: I I think for the last year, we were worried that Oliver would start running, especially once Bernie uh, started supporting Biden, that he would start running Kanye-style third party. Okay, Mm -hmm. you guys aren't left enough. But then he he realized what's good for the country, and he voted for Biden and Kamala.
2: Also, uh, Oliver Queen is... Kind of smart and knows how to do research and knows what facts are and would definitely not vote for Trump.
0: There we go. All right, you guys, you settled that one. It was a slammy D. Our next one, our first villain that's coming up is possibly the worst of them all. Uh, I got Bodie, obviously when he's of voting age, but let's say he was of voting age okay. in this race and who Bodie Bodhi? Bodie, Bodie
1: Boderson from Lock and Key. Uh, yeah, it, it, I want to answer twice. I think. When he will actually be a voting age, it You're is. You're on a Ivanka. podcast
2: with two other people. Nope. Th- th-
1: it's when he is when he is 18. Because I think he's like eight or 10. Yeah, he's, uh, so he's a baby. When he's 18, it will be for Ivanka. Uh, he will get fully swept up. Like, but she's one of the good ones. Look at how well she dresses. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess I'll let Ryan fucking talk then because he wants to make such a big stink about it.
2: Well, no, I'm just saying that uh, you can definitely go and you can say your piece, but. Cassie asked both of us a question, and Cassie probably wants wants to weigh in too. And your first thing you say is, "Oh, I will answer twice."
1: <laughs> I'm trying to fillerbuster
0: Fillerbuster. we love it all. So you're gonna you're just throwing that one fact out there. It's gonna be Ivanka in the future. You are gonna Ivanka in the yourself? future. And then I was
1: la- I was I was trying to listen to be a good podcaster. And then Ryan instead of taking that torch and running with it, yeah, the, he he's a Trumpster. He li- look at the giant house the lot kids live in.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you
2: guys yeah. do you guys think that Ivanka is kind of hot? <laughs>
0: Which one, the do- body double that came in or the real one?
2: That's Melania. Oh, of course.
1: Melania's Ivanka's body double? Yeah. <laughs> that family's weird, <laughs> man.
2: Um, Yeah, I can see Bodhi, and it's because uh, we have to break it down to other things, too. It's not just about if you're rich or not. Uh, Bodhi doesn't get any attention. He star—he is starved for attention, and so he's going to go and do that thing of like, how can I force people to pay attention to me? I'll become Donald Trump, or I will vote—I will relate to Donald Trump.
0: Mm-hmm. And also, he just lives in a fantasy land and like not in the real world at all. So he for sure would have voted for Trump. And
1: and the Lock Boys at least are easily tricked by chicanery. Like they both fall for Dodge's bullshit for a little bit, and so yeah, I think they would hook, line, and sinker. Ball for Trump for a while. For
0: a while. Be real proud of him. All right, you guys. What percentage people...
2: of our audience do you guys think we're losing because we're <laughs> showing how uh, partisan we are? D- fuck it. I'll, I'll lose them all.
0: Yeah, it's fine. I am not going to be sad to see him go. Uh, yeah. Guys, are... I,
2: well, I mean, number one, it, like, I would, we wouldn't care. But number two, there's no way that these people would listen to this show, right? Like, <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think so much... Liberalism dribbles out of the corners of our mouths, even when we're just talking about The Walking Dead. That it would drive them nuts. I
2: think when we're ordering food at a restaurant, it dribbles out of our the corners of our mouths. Like everyone can tell.
1: I was watching a, not one of our shows uh, with my wife last night, and Ew. it takes place in the past. And there was a like porcelain lawn jockey on a person, and I like said, uh, And my wife was like, "We get it. You're woke. Shut <laughs> up." So yeah, I can't. I can't stop.
0: Man, that is so. You just tap wife.
2: her on the shoulder and you're like, um, just so you know, I know that that's gross. Uh, <laughs> Mike, was this show The Queen's Gambit where the queen hired a fucking Cajun card thrower to say, first yes. you charge the card, then you blow <laughs> shit up?
1: That's how she learns how to play the card game. <laughs>
0: Uh, I think everybody knew as soon as we proclaimed Bebo our hero, too. I mean, he's big and blue. How how could we not? He's,
1: he's big and blue, blue wave, red the wave, and it's also six people holding hands and working together. That's some communist That's... bullshit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's a given right there. All right, you guys, our next character I want to throw at you, you tell me who they voted for. It's, of course, it's got to be Stripesy.
2: Oh, man. Oh.
0: A.K.A. I... Pat Dugan, the Dug Dugsters
2: stripesy pat dugan uh what's his name his kid's name is mike yeah easy name to forget uh pat and mike got in a fight because mike's like dad you don't pay attention to me anymore because of how much pat has been uh volunteering his time with the local you know uh biden uh campaign like he is out there on the streets putting flyers down meeting people signing people up to vote uh pat dugan is a biden man through and through
1: he he will always when he first shakes your hand and meets you and t- tells you to vote for Biden tells you how much he wishes it was Elizabeth Warren because it's time for a woman like he will like he's tripping over to let you know how woke he is uh
0: <laughs> yeah i think you absolutely nailed it in that i didn't know you could get him so well uh 100% and i don't know this character you guys you guys know very well so i am interested because i don't know how they would vote so if you guys could tell me how zari would vote i would appreciate it oh
2: Zari, 1.0 or 2.0? Because that might be t- different.
0: I'll t- you know what? Let's try to do both. Give me 1.0 and then
1: 2.0. 1.0 is a literal, even though she's like Gen X slacker and how she dresses next, is a literal revolutionary. So I do think she leads a DSA chapter. She kind of says it's all bullshit. She she will vote for somebody who like you is know, isn't even on the ticket. But then she votes for Biden quietly so her other anarchists don't hate her.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. love those people. But uh, I could see 2.0 voting for Trump, like sort of respects his oh, uh, yeah. social media presence and how like he's out there and like getting clicks, getting votes. Um, I don't
1: like what he says, but I like that he knows how to communicate. Yeah. And we're like, sorry, 2.0, <laughs> no.
2: come on. And she says, sorry, not sorry.
0: Of course. Of course she does. All right, you guys. Well, it's
1: it's just she was a bridesmaid at Ivanka's wedding, so you know she has to kind of. go. <laughs>
2: Both Zari two point oh and uh, Alexis from Shit's Creek have that thing of never being famous, but they were at every famous event that ha- uh, that has ever <laughs> happened.
0: Uh-huh. All right, you guys, we are going to take a trip over to Gotham real quick. And can you tell me who Bullock would have voted for?
1: Oh, Trump for sure. We love Man, Bullock. This is, a but Trump is guy. He's he's like he's an older slovenly drunk cop (laughs) like he's a guy you love to like crack jokes with at the bar but you'd never want to talk about anything real he's gonna start telling you some horrifying things when he was over at the war i can see
2: though him doing it in like in the same way that uh zari 1.0 did like secretly voting for biden but not telling her dsa friends i could see bullock saying Oh, i don't know you know it's not important to me but then definitely getting in there and voting like voting for trump as hard as he can
1: quietly and like also like the the more red his nose and eyes get the more he'll start slipping out hints (laughs) that he's voting for (laughs) trump
2: the the more he looks like homeless santa yeah (laughs)
0: all right and our i probably our final one depending on how it goes you guys wolverine i'm torn up on this character so i want to know this is how i'm going to base this character who do you think wolverine would have voted for and this I, I is Trudeau. for who I want to vote for.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he he is Canadian. He's a Canadian citizen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, if he got his Yoda citizenship, who knows? Let's I think because he's short and also angry, I think he was a huge Bernie guy.
0: Okay, yes.
2: And, yeah, Cassie, uh, let's give it up to Mike real quick for just in this very hypothetical conversation where we're talking about Throwing it, some who fictional the- characters... <laughs> yeah, uh, well, Cassie, let us not forget he was born in... <laughs> <laughs> He was born Look, in Quebec.
1: I, I'm fine with getting the emails that say we're like libtards and we should drink our own tears or whatever. But I will not have nerds emailing us and saying, you don't remember where a character's from.
0: Especially when it comes to Wolverine. Mike will let us know. So thank you. Yes, let's say he did get his U.S. citizenship. And uh, Ryan, who do you think he would have voted for?
2: I, there's something hilarious to me about these tough guy characters doing normal things like Wolverine voting or no. like Frank, Frank Castle making macaroni and cheese, just, no. but like still just doing it up it little hot dogs. in it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just do it in the toughest way possible, like grunting every time he stirs. Um, I, I, I have to I, ha, I would have to guess that it's Biden. I mean, Trump is Trump is Trump resembles most of the villains that they fight against. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah, Trump is Guy Rich, who's in yeah. this episode heavily. And and Wolverine, like, he always takes... And also like, Magneto, a young...
2: and also little Mr. Sinister, and also little Sabretooth. <laughs>
1: little Mr. Sinister. <laughs> uh, Wolverine always takes young women under his wing, and he's never creepy about it. Like, he really is just, like, he, they need a father figure, and he's there for them in a tough way. And I think he cares about women's rights. And, like, you live long enough, and you fuck with that dirty Wolverine dick long enough, you've had some abortion. So I think he's pro-choice. So yeah, I think he's very anti-Trump. And he will, like, loudly, like, lecture about down-ballot races matter, too.
0: Man, I never thought I could count on Wolverine, but here we are. Look at him, a real hero with those instincts kicking in when they need to. All right, you guys, Will, thank you.
2: Sorry, did I ever tell you guys about the guy I knew who, uh, uh, that villain, the DNA guy, Mr. Sinister, he, uh... Couldn't he saw, he couldn't see the name and not read it with the two words rhyming, so he could only say Mister Sinister, and now that's all I see it as is Mister Sinister. It's
0: Isn't that good. a better Mr. way of saying it? Yes, Mister Sinister. Mister Sinister. <laughs> it brings a whole lot more to the character. I lo- actually love that one hundred percent. I'm mad
1: I have said it wrong the whole for yeah. all my life then.
0: We just got educated. Thank you for that, Ryan. (laughs) Also, thank you for uh, participating in this bullpen. Coming up next, we're actually going to go to our main event and talk about Fear the Walking Dead. This week on Fear the Walking Dead, John, played by Garrett Dillahunt, is settling in as one of Lockton's rangers and writing secret letters to June, the Darms, when a mysterious death raises his hackles. When the mayor, Ashley from the Boys, tells him to leave it, John finds things not to be honky-dory in Lockton. Taste buds, I ask you this. The Walking Dead was originally pitched as a detective show that happened to have zombies. How does this episode make the case for that premise?
2: Wait, the original Walking Dead was pitched like that?
1: Yeah, it was going to be on CBS (laughs) and it was going to be Law and Order with Zombies.
2: Wait, are you kidding right now?
1: I'm not kidding at all. I'm not kidding at all, is dude, you have to s-
2: tell us if you're doing a bit. if we say, no if bits. we ask the the law is if we ask if you're doing a bit, you have to say if you're doing a bit.
1: Scouts honor no bits. They read Robert Kirkman's groundbreaking <laughs> zombie apocalypse book and went loan order with zombies, <laughs> and
2: okay. then
1: thankfully, he went, no, I won't sell this to you.
2: I mean, I guess it's not that far of a leap seen as how like I zombie, uh Lucifer are all the exact same yeah. thing that you're describing, yeah.
0: Which are all shows I like better than this, so for me, I feel like I probably would have liked that better, especially if we could have got the crossover with, um, is it Ice Tea? Uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah he takes off his glasses and does the whole, are you telling me yeah. a zombie ate these brains?
0: <laughs> and every week it's a zombie. Yes, yes, Ice Tea, I am telling you that.
2: Um... Yeah, no, I mean, I'm like, uh, it seems like on every level they misunderstood the comic book of The Walking Dead. So I don't know what to tell them on that front. But in this one episode, uh, I I thought that, like, it was nice to have a nice contained story, you know? Mm -hmm.
1: That was great. I love Garrett Dillahunt. So everything he shows up in is awesome. And I prefer him to Rick, if we're going to have a grizzled cop handle things in Zombieland.
2: Yeah. Right off the bat, can we... Can we just declare that Garrett Della is by far the best actor to ever appear in a second of a Walking Dead show?
1: Yes. Oh, for sure. Declared. Is there any competition? No. He's so good that Deadwood killed him and we're like, can you come back and yeah, play a different they character? brought him fucking back. <laughs> <laughs> He's amazing. And and like we've watched some Deadwood, which I think is the best show that's ever been on TV. Uh, some Deadwood actors get ruined by the Walking Dead franchise and he rises above. At no point do I roll my eyes at his character.
2: Do you guys think yeah. that we have the experience and the know-how to do, uh, like a Walking Dead actor ranking? Have we seen enough? Yes. Yes. We should do that. All right. It's going to be, be
0: like hell. I feel like everyone. It's going to be him at the top, and everyone. Well, Princess is second to him. Princess, and then everybody of course. Yeah. Even at the bottom, like And then yeah.
2: Razzmatazz from World Beyond.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget Razzmatazz. So, so Cassie, you liked the main guy in this episode as well.
0: Oh, one hundred percent. Like it was like I don't know anything about this series, anything about these characters, but like he, like I was instantly invested in his storyline and all the drama happening with him. Like I was, I was bought in one hundred percent. What
1: I, what I do appreciate about Fear the Walking Dead is because I think we watched the first couple seasons. It's now season six, which is unfathomable. Uh, we are. I don't home. know. The two characters I know one is from Walking the Dead, Walking Dead the walking Dead, <laughs> and then Victor, who was also sheriff, was the big bad of the first two seasons, so we also don't know anything about this current show
2: and I guess yeah, we should point out that when we you know we jump into these shows from time to time and any time that uh uh on a random episode, we just happen to choose this like one off where it's a self contained story, it's gonna get better ratings from us and reviews from yeah. us, right? Like thanks guys for letting this happen. Uh, right. but that doesn't I mean like that does help, but that doesn't take away from whether or not we thought this was good.
1: Right. That helps. That can give it a like a, a point or two boost, but I think it's the level of acting and writing and it's the draw of the show isn't watch these people glower at each other like the mm-hmm mother show it is we have tension and a plot driving this episode forward which they so rarely have it was
0: so like it was so freeing to have an actual plot to follow like it felt so good to come back to it like see a walking dead with a plot because when it initially started and he had a toothache i legitimately thought this show was going to be about a toothache for a full fucking hour and i was so (laughs) mad and then to find out there was a plot i was i was ecstatic the amount of joy i experienced
2: the toothache stuff—the toothache stuff—was a little eye rollly. like that. That it, it's sort of a tortured analogy, but the how they treated it, which is basically to bookend the episode, right? Like, mm-hmm. and then just to have him in pain, and not—it's not just physical pain; he's in like mental and emotional pain as well. And now we have uh, an avatar for that—we have the tooth, right? And yeah. then at the end, he rips it out, which we all knew was going to happen. That now he's a changed person, yeah, and he's yeah. taking the pain. Yeah, it's—he has to take the pain out. And we have seen this a billion times before. But as far as this one episode goes, I thought it was used effectively enough. You know, like, it it wasn't overdone in this one episode. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to say the kind of thing that, like, makes me the most hated one of the three of us, as far as our listeners go. But for a Walking Dead audience, this is sort of like the level of analogy that they need, you know? Like, it seems a little base. It seems a little uh, tired. But for a walking dead show i thought i was like that's it, that's pretty interesting how you did it in that way
1: yeah and it was subtle for walking dead and and the, i think the most interesting thing is he's still trapped in this town so even though he had that cathartic moment he's ripping the rot out of himself he's still surrounded by the rot i think it would be even more basic if he had left town mm-hmm. and was on his own and ripped the teeth out it's like okay but now now, it made me want to watch the rest, because I was like, oh, man, he's missing a tooth, and he's out to get some shit done. <laughs>
0: There's so much happening. But it is. He's even worse than just being, like, still trapped in that town, because he's almost in, um, I don't know her name, the mayor, Ashley from the boys, like, almost Virginia. in her pocket, Virginia, now, because, like, now his wife's back at the end, and she was like, this is because you of a well a job well done. Like, he's got, mm-hmm. like, that shit to deal with now.
2: And yeah, you sorry, Mike, but you Cassie you use the word almost. He he remains almost in her pocket for the entire episode, you know? Mm-hmm. He is always dancing on that line of like vigilante, like broken hero, um mm-hmm. or like I'm going to go and I'm going to save the town or I'm just going to keep things peaceful. He is walking that line the entire fucking time and then he has June. Like and then like June is the thing that convinces him like Keeping the pieces probably for the best, even though I know that shit is broken.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. What? What? I think it's so smart to. Who knows what came before here, but for <laughs> the rest of the season, uh, looking like it's Chinatown and Zombie Frontierland, yeah. I'm I'm pumped, and I love I love Jenna Elfman, I love Garrett Dillahunt, and Ashley from The Boys. I think can do a lot with a little. I'm and sorry,
2: Jenna Elfman is the Darm's. The is Darm's that, is
1: that what we call her? <laughs> That's what Cassie decided to call her. That uh, yeah, was a cute
0: nickname I threw out there.
1: And yeah, it, it was. It, I was annoyed how hook, line, and sinker I was in on this episode.
0: Me too. I think it is a lot to do with the actors. Like the actors in this one, like I don't even think they have to know the type of show they're in. I think they're just so good at delivering like these, uh, this type of story that it just it's working. Mm. I also, it like, the, the, it's the
2: genre-bending, too. Like, mm-hmm. Garrett Dillahunt wasn't, uh, like, a Southerner or a, uh, I don't know, what is Texas? Like, a southwesterner. He was from an old-school Western. Like, every yeah. line of dialogue, he just decided to fully commit to everything uh, and just say, like, oh, this is sort of like the 1800s in Hollywood. I'm going to talk like a character from a 1940s movie in a Western.
1: Well it does seem like he got hired like he he's great in any genre you give him. Uh but it does seem like they watched him in Deadwood and went, "Oh, we should get him for our western zombie show." Like and he at no point was he like, "And it's modern times?" So he was just like, "I'll play those characters still." Like
0: <laughs> <laughs> Um there is how was seeing Ashley from The Boys in like a competent role? Like did you guys have hard time translating her to like a leader position instead of just a social media I (laughs) I
2: I did not like uh, her. She is the best when she's sitting in her chair, right? Mm -hmm. When she when she has somebody on the other side of the desk, and she has that thing of just saying something that she knows to be fucking evil, and then just pulling up her coffee cup and just sipping it and watching them react to that. She was good.
1: Yeah, to never wink, to never uh, when they're alone say the truth, like always believe it. But her eye twitches in a way that you. You know she knows she's lying. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, she was she's really good. And like I guess because we've only seen her one thing, I typecast her in my head that she was gonna say weird, off the cuff, funny things. And for her to just be ominous and threatening the whole time, I was like, All right.
2: They also yeah. pulled in a little like she was like, Well, you know, if we punish people, then people will know there was a crime. Uh they pulled in a little bit of like, if we test, then we'll have more cases. You know, there was <laughs> there's a little bit of that evilness, which made me think that they're not ripping from the headlines, right? They're not like doing things that Trump did. What they're doing is they're doing things that cliche villains have always done on movies and TV. Mm -hmm. Trump is just pulling from old TV and movies. Like Trump is just a cliche villain that doesn't have any new ideas. And then Ashley from the boys did that as well. Who we can just call Virginia or learn her actress's actual
0: name. We can call her Virginia. (laughs) Virginia. She did do really good at playing the role of, like... Because she's almost, like... It got a real cult leader vibe to it with, like, mm-hmm. you can't leave the town and everything. And she, like... Her in that role, I was very surprised of how well she pulled off all all the movements and everything for that.
2: Or no but, information yeah. goes in and out. And, like, when you right. w- when you think of that, I think that you... Th- I think you could tell that at one point she had altruistic, you know, thoughts. You know, she mm-hmm. she really wanted the town to be perfect. And then... Once you once you like start enforcing that, then that's when it becomes fascism. But her brain is broken into thinking, no, I'm just protecting the town. I'm just protecting the town.
1: Yeah, it's the, the and we got of all of that in good. one episode. Yeah, and and we got also ripped from the headlines. But not is uh, she said a place is only as safe as people feel it. And Dillahunt says, sure, but what if we made it actually safe as right. well? So it's the PR version of safe versus real safe. And so you could this is, I think it's a good argument so many times walking dead villains and a lot of villains uh are saying crazy atrocious shit and you're like no part of you thinks this is good but yeah. you can argue here's why she thinks it's good because it's keeping everything below the surface of the water
0: Yeah There is also um so you guys you guys don't know her character she's one of the new ones for you guys as well Yeah Okay, because I didn't know, like, I'm intrigued to know who she's protecting, who her little sister, like, went to Mm -hmm. um, uh, the sheriff, uh, Garrett, I don't know any of their names, John is his character name, but, like, went to him and was, John, and said, you know, she's protecting somebody, keep, like, going Mm -hmm. on this storyline, and I I am intrigued, like, there was a couple storylines that are going to continue on that I was like, I do want to know that, and that was one of them to know is, like, who she's protecting.
2: See, we're They're not bat- used to this. We're, this is baffling to us because we got an episode <laughs> of The Walking Dead that had a, uh, a start and a finish and we got the whole story and then in between then, there were seeds planted to make us want to watch more. That is not <laughs> how this is supposed to work.
1: And it's not just, I'm on top of a car and there's zombies all around me, which is their normal level of cliffhanger. Yeah.
2: Despite that, though, I like the set piece of, I'm going to dig up a grave. Oh my mm-hmm. God, I'm in a grave. Now zombies are piling into this grave. That yeah. was an effective set piece.
1: Yeah. And, and it was an effective set piece and was germane to the plot because it ruined the evidence he had found that the guy's sl- throat was slit. Mm-hmm. So have your set pieces not just be cool, also have them matter. It's crazy. crazy. It's, it's crazy. crazy. It's
0: crazy. They wrote an episode of a TV show. Like it's unreal that this <laughs> happened.
1: And and there's there's the other mystery because all their flag is the key. Their little medals are the key. Uh, Morgan, who gets sideswiped, has that key around his neck mm-hmm. and says, "What do you open?" So there's this other bigger mystery of what the what the hell they, does the key mean?
2: Which that part I cared about less. Uh... Sure. I mean, ob- obviously, because we spent way less time and character on it, and you know, I'm, I think I'm done with Morgan as a character. But also, it was it was oddly tacked on, not in because it was not just because it wasn't the focus, but because it felt very quick and like weirdly choreographed. Like the fight scenes felt like somebody was like, "Oh, we've shit, we need something." You you guys have two minutes to do this real quick. It did not fit in, but yeah, there's all of these questions that. Could be answered if I watched more of the TV show, guys. Will I? I don't know. Yeah,
1: I know. He, here's a dumb question, uh, and it's dumb for all of us. And hopefully, you both can just tell me I'm done. Does this now take place concurrently or after The Walking Dead? Because at a certain point, it was before. And who's to say? So, is this Morgan before he shows back up with Rick, or who knows? I mean,
2: who's to say? Is the people who watched all of these shows, but that's not us. <laughs> so, we're just guessing.
0: Yeah, I genuinely like I can't even begin to know any timeline on this 100%. But <laughs> like, I can't even tell you, like, do do you guys know about this town locked in? Like, have we no. already been this a whole no? New, I yeah. don't know.
1: The the, she- the major cast of characters that we watched for ye- a couple of years are gone except for one of
0: them. From
2: Madison, Michigan. Johnny Depp Jr., they're all gone. Yeah,
0: gone. Johnny Depp Jr. Yeah, I can't. Like, I honestly don't have the answer as to if I'm gonna watch it next week. I'm sore. I'm like, need to like process my emotions of watching an episode of TV <laughs> through this, and then like try to know like I don't, it's either gonna burn me next week or like we can build this relationship. And I don't know what I'm ready for yet.
2: All right, but- I'm gonna say it. You're watching. I'm gonna watch next week.
0: Shit! We'll all watch next week. All right, we are actually going to do it next week. It's big news. That's super exciting. Um, I think that's like
2: I think that's like the stakes, right? Like we have to do these shows right now. There's not a lot of stuff that we're interested in. So I think that if you get these reviews from the three of us, then at least two or maybe three of us should watch next week to keep it going. Yeah. Yeah. Because this, I mean, like we all out of the gate were like, "Fun! This was kind (laughs) of (laughs) cool. Let's do it."
0: surprising so we'll see if it keeps (laughs) next week uh it's on sundays on amc if you want to watch with us coming up next we're gonna go to our pull list (laughs) we are here we are in the pull list where we talk about every other show we watch this week the first show starting it off is the walking dead world beyond on this week's episode of the walking dead world beyond the kids must work together to build a boat and safely cross a body of water in order to not be eaten by the group of empties that were trapped in a Margaritaville and spent their time getting twisted. Other main development is uh, we also learned that Corduroy's name is Elton, and he has a traumatic past where his parents were killed. So, taste buds, I have two questions questions for you. First, Elton. And also, secondly, is there a spot that would be better spent to better spend out your days as a zombie as Margaritaville, or is there... All is of the peak? spots.
2: Any other spot. No. Whatever disagree. spot there is. Margaritaville? Margaritaville.
1: No. You fucking have how I want to hang out the apocalypse, for sure. Just Are you kidding blasting Buffett, eating bergs, drinking Margaritas.
0: It's supplying a vibe. It's always vacation time. You have no responsibilities. There's like the giant margarita machine is this pit, like mm-hmm. the centerpiece of the and, restaurant, and once, it's never running out.
1: Once they're all dead, they're just mingling around it, like just always circling, yeah. worshiping the giant margarita machine.
0: As
2: America's, nay, the world's. Only remaining representation for sanity on this show. Let me just say that Margarita is a fucking white trash hellhole of anti-partying, and you two are fucking crazy.
0: Like Margaritas in general, no. or Margaritaville? Margaritaville
2: as like an entity, mm. whether it's a, okay. as a restaurant, a bar, a band, uh, all of the things a vibe. that a vibe <laughs> is fucking awful. So it's,
1: you've never been wasted away again in
2: Margaritaville? Oh my god! You've never. <laughs> <laughs> I, I fucking love this voice though Please keep talking like fucking Jimmy Buffett Suck puppets uh,
0: Alright Ryan Where would you want to fucking spend it then uh, At
2: Okay Margaritaville oh, is Garden. basically Like forced fake partying That never matters and nobody cares about I want to spend it at MTV Spring Break Where parties actually go down
1: But that's not like An entity that, 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 that I mean maybe you're lucky if the Zombocalypse starts While you're at MTV Spring Break
0: yeah, I agree. Like that's lasting a week. Margaritaville, again, is a full lifestyle. You can always what count on it to be fuck? there. You're getting a week out of the time. You, that's absurd. You are completely wrong. The Walking Dead World Beyond is on Sundays on AMC. <laughs> Our next show of the week is Hellstrom. On
2: the fourth and fifth episodes of Hellstrom, Damien and Anna travel to San Francisco to find Yen while their mom's health takes a downturn. Taste Buds, I ask you this. Can you imagine being on a plane right now to San Francisco for our annual superhero show show retreat? No, what would we do guys?
1: It would be, uh sanitize everything
2: no i <laughs> I'm just saying if like if we could just get back to normal times, do you guys think oh. that we're gonna be back there soon? Are we gonna go on our retreat two soon
1: two years. two years, and two years. even though I'm a happily married man, I will make out with every stranger anywhere near me.
0: 100%. You have cannot to. Cannot
1: wait to give and get mono.
0: And by then, we depending on how much of the Your Pop Filter budget I spend on trips for myself, oh, we yeah. either have a lot of money or no money. So it could be the wildest trip out there. Last
2: time we talked about this, Cassie, you had uh, taken $500,000 of the budget to have a gigantic mm-hmm. wet bar in your hotel room, even though you don't drink. Uh, yep.
0: Just to have it there, and to know that it was like your guys's dream, and you guys weren't living it—like that—is my ideal vacation. You're and a my monster. Ideal time off. <laughs> is
2: is San Francisco like our I Id- for the three of us? Our ideal spot. Is there a better spot for us?
1: Well, where's the best Margaritaville,
0: Vegas? Oh my god! Yeah, that's what I was trying to picture. Like, where has the most where the most parrot heads at? Is where I wanted to be. I'm not
2: signing off on that. This is not a democracy. We're not we're not voting two to one to go to some Margaritaville.
1: No, I think for everything the three of us are into, I'm guessing Lincoln, Nebraska.
0: (laughs) Mm. I'm thinking. There's going to be so much to do there. I thought you were going
2: to say Cabo or. Let's go to Mexico. I'm all about Mexico right now.
1: Yeah? Yes.
0: I feel like you guys will have a whole OC adventure in mexico like one of us is dying in tijuana 100 percent.
1: we we should be so lucky
2: do you know what <laughs> i'm gonna pass out in an alleyway and mike's gonna try to carry me heroically but it's gonna take both of you to lift me up and oh, drag me out of there
1: it's gonna hurt our backs so bad
0: that seems like a fitting like that is definitely how we would vacation in our retreat like that is it so yeah I think we found it. Uh, Hellstrom is on. Hulu, you can stream it whenever. Uh, All right, you guys, that's all we have for the pool list this week. Coming up next, we are going to dig into some emails. My friends, we are here and we are going to read some emails. They have been just piling up for weeks and weeks. It's been a while since we've been able to get to these. And we're finally going to read some emails. So I'm just going to jump right to it because we have so many good ones. The first one is from a DT Subject line, these kids are okay. Email is, good day, Cassie. I hope you're well. Last week, you Wait, asked- Wait, hold on, hold
1: on.
2: We got to figure Brown-noser. out. Brown noser. Who does he, like, we have to, who, which, who is Cassie and who's the other ones? <laughs>
1: Ryan's good. <laughs> I'm day. Cassie's Cassie. Okay. That
0: makes yeah, sense. 100%. Now we're moving on. All right. A couple weeks ago, you asked the idiots which child actors would be good choices for the future superhero portrayals. The Shithead, which is capitalized, so this is one of you guys. We do need to figure out which one is the Shithead. Mike. Uh, the Shithead said Nathaniel Drake. Do you guys remember which one of you is the Shithead? Because this is important to me.
1: It, but superhero patrols?
0: What was the word? I don't even know
2: what we're talking about.
0: Future superhero patro- portrayals somebody playing portrayals okay
1: portrayals yeah Yeah, you know that who's portraying superheroes i understand
0: yes and the shithead said nathaniel drake which is a video game character and the ass said stranger things which i guess is fine but those kids i'm the ass
1: i said lucas okay from stranger things
0: ryan is the shithead all right but he he's got issues with it he says which i guess is fine But those kids aren't kids much longer. Also, they don't know karate and aren't hot. The correct answer is from a lesser-known TV show called Cobra Cobra Kai. Those kids know how to do action scenes with action sequences on par with the MCU. One already looks like a lead villain from Road Warrior. One looks like Jonathan Taylor Thomas, and that chick is stupid hot. That's all for now. (laughs)
1: uh, Not a question. They are the same age or older as... The kids in Stranger Things, but he also said we cast an entire show to play Nathaniel Drake, and so he cast an entire other show to play Nathaniel Drake. That's insane.
2: I don't know what he's asking. <laughs> I,
0: don't either.
1: I think he's asking
2: What did you do with Stranger we- Things? What 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 I did with Uncharted? What is that question?
1: I I don't I'm trying to remember. I think I was if if there was a new I don't know. I don't know. I don't know.
2: <laughs> All right. Can we just talk for a second about Cobra Kai? Because it's now on Netflix. You guys can watch it. I've been screaming about Cobra Kai for like three years now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've had a lot of resistance, uh, mostly from uh, Cassie's so-called friend, Caitlin. About, yeah. it, it's a, it's an incredible show. Have you guys watched it yet?
1: No.
0: Absolutely not. My roommate But There's has- a bunch
1: of shows I haven't watched. It's not like I'm digging my heels in.
0: Yeah. It just didn't seem like it's just like these old characters like, trying to re like it seems sad to watch you tell me it's not going to be a little sad to see it
2: no it's 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 very funny it's very good but i will say to this person dt um the acting is on this show is uh i think that it's affected i think that it's purposeful but it's also i would not trust any of these actors with any other role outside of cobra kai
1: would would you say that their action scenes are on par with the mcu as dt claimed
0: (laughs) yeah because uh, that is a bold statement. How I, would they do in a hallway?
2: I would not. And I know that I seem biased because DT, whoever this person is, called me either shithead or ass. Uh, you're a
0: shithead.
2: <laughs> you're a shithead. I all know this. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I'm, I'm going to disagree here with his non-question of... Uh, <laughs> no. So we're giving him two thumbs. But Cobra Kai, two thumbs up. <laughs>
0: Half your taste we like. We do appreciate the email, though. Uh, We just don't fully know what you were asking, but thank you for your sharing that.
2: And please, write it again. Everyone, write it (laughs) again. Explain yourself.
0: (laughs) Let us know what that was. All right, our next email. This week it was announced, or a couple weeks ago now, that Jared Leto will reprise his role as Joker in Zack Schneider's cut of Justice League. Does this connect a lot of dots that Schneider cut? that Schneider is so out of touch he thinks the world wants more Jared Leto as Joker, and that is from secretly not Jared Leto.
1: <laughs> Wait, that makes me think.
0: <laughs> I think we could trust him.
2: I I do think that Zack Snyder may be misunderstanding how much the world wants these movies. I think that like this is a very small, loud minority. And I think that HBO yeah, might be oh. messing up.
1: There's a sl- small, loud minority, but it's also like to me, it's all so tied to grief. Like now, in his head, like he had to quit because his family did have a tragedy, and now he's like the last thing my daughter wanted was for me to finish this movie. Like I think it, it's, there's so many poor decisions because it's somebody in crisis, and it's all very sad. Yeah. So I can't wait to watch it and dunk on it.
2: It reminds <laughs> me. It reminds me of the time I had this very tiny uh, shirt with the Hanukkah candle candle on it. And it was bright, bright yellow. I couldn't wear it because it was a small, loud minority.
0: Oh, man. Oh, boy. I knew it was going somewhere. I just couldn't tell where. You're getting a clap from Mike and just pure disappointment from me. Uh, I cannot believe you've done this. Cassie,
2: I'm in the booth here. Uh, we are getting a clap from Mike. I don't know. how. How's the feeling down there on the field?
0: <laughs> it's uh, It's a bad feeling down here. You can feel a lot of... It feels like somebody won when they really shouldn't have, is how no, I would explain it.
1: Another pun like that, I'm flying over and you're going to get the clap from Mike, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying.
2: You're going to drop your dirty J's on all of us?
0: <laughs> I. You know what? I just simply, because of time, I simply have to move on to the next email. I can't believe it. But it is from BigRed at AOL.com. Subject line, naughty and nice. And that is naughty with a N-A-W. And a winky face at the end. You Very important facts. Email is dear Yukon Cornelius Patch and Crampus.
2: Well, all right, Yukon so who- <laughs> Cornelius is that yes. one? Yukon Cornelius is one.
1: Yeah, that's Yukon Cornelius is
2: uh
1: from that CGI from the 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 root, not CGI claymation Rudolph. I think he's his logger friend.
2: <laughs> My name is Yukon oh, like, Cornelius.
0: Y- what? He's like a lumberjack then?
1: Yeah, he's the lumberjack who's friends with Rudolph.
0: Yeah. All okay. right. So, so w-
2: what are these like Christmas right hand men?
1: Yeah. What, what? What? It was. What was it, Cassie? What were the names? You Cornelius,
0: Patch, and Krampus. Krampus. Oh,
1: Krampus is like the evil demon Santa. All right. So Patch,
2: mm-hmm. Christmas bad guys.
1: Patch is Dudley Moore from the Santa Claus movie.
2: All right. I will be Patch for sure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he was so happy to take that one. All right. Which one of us is the demon, and which one's the lumberjack, Mike? Uh, you.
1: Give off a lumberjack vibe, Cassie.
0: <laughs> you know what? Hey, Mike, I could say this. You give off a demon vibe. So Thanks. that would be you. All right. The email. This is the first year since 18 freaking 61 that the big red man, S. Claus himself, will not be making his annual Christmas visit to Macy's. What should the jolly old elf get up to in his free time, and how can he convince the missus to give him a hall pass? I it's think from Jiggling Like Jelly, Nikki C., I think we are. We can I cut that off?
2: (laughs) Sorry, I apologize. We already answered this question. Uh, He should fly through the air, uh, giving everyone chlamydia by raining his jizz down on the entire world. (laughs) In full Santa. It
0: seems like what jiggling like jelly Nikki C does want to get up to.
2: At
1: the the end of that, really sells it is, and I guess thinking back, it's naughty or nice is that that the hall pass was surprising in there. So it was
0: a real turn.
1: Does Santa Claus want to get his dick wet? Like, is that what's going
2: on? (laughs) His candy cane (laughs) slurped. Everything that you say about Santa has to have some sort of Christmas he, connotation.
1: His, his bells jingled. Oh, no. It's his so bad. His grandma <laughs> runned over by a reindeer.
2: His coal hole put in a stocking.
0: Is that, have you guys got enough out? Do you feel okay? His
1: two eyes made of co- Yeah, I yeah. guess I'm done.
0: <laughs> well, I think, yeah, it's 100% what he wants to do. That took a weird turn. Our final email, you guys... There is a CGI re- reboot of Rugrats in the works to celebrate their return. Ugh. Tell us which of the characters you most wanted to fuck. Like, if they were 18, that's an important fact, and this is, <laughs> this is so disturbing. Um,
2: I don't remember the Rugrats.
1: CGI Rugrats is disturbing, but I guess yeah. to be the least gross I can, I'm going to say the doll with her head half-shaved off that Angelica owned.
2: Oh, no. It's yeah, that's fair. The answer is Angelica. The way that she acted, she only acted appropriately when everybody else was a piece of shit. She was an awesome person. It's Angelica Pickles.
0: As, as I was reading that, I knew deep in my soul there's nothing I've been more sure of in my life than Ryan would say Angelica. <laughs> well, like, <I've> we've never... <laughs> seen the
1: kind of women over the years Ryan's attracted to. And How, it's dare of <laughs> How dare you! Harpies.
0: The Cheryl Blossom of the show. Like, I knew instantly who it would be. <clears throat> But I, uh, yeah, just like, I don't even know. Does Raptar count? Does like Little Ooh. Tommy? Stop like, trying to dinosaur? fucking back
2: out on fictional parts of this real show, guys. Give us the real answer that <laughs> we you know want to hear.
1: Phil and Lil. I'm Phil going full Lil. twins.
2: <laughs> Actually, what it- having just watched E2 Mama también, I can see Mike, Phil, and Lil recreating that entire movie. <laughs> and I'm Louisa. <laughs>
0: I'm actually I think I'm gonna go for was Lou what is um Tommy Pickle's dad's name? The dad who was just always in the basement like Dill? Clearly on cocaine. Dill was the I little tiny baby with the really fucked up head, and Wait, I simply cannot. The head was too fucked up.
2: Some a family with the last name Pickles named their kid Dill? <laughs> That's yeah. cruelty. That's, That's hilarious. Child
1: cruelty.
0: And it was for sure that little coked out little dad who did that. So that's one hundred percent. That's on brand for me. We'd go to an Applebee's and afterwards have a magical time. So oh
2: my god! <laughs> and
0: that <laughs> is all the time we. She have just for described
1: e- her prom night.
0: This <laughs> all the time we have for emails. Uh, coming up next, it is time to talk about some X Men. <laughs> Welcome to Eggs Tasmania, Bitch, a mini-show within a show where we take an in-depth, episode-by-episode episode look at Fox's seminal and underrated early morning soap opera of the mid-90s X-Men The Animated Series. This week, we are finishing the second half of the premiere at The Sentinels. Mike, can you catch everyone up with what happened?
1: Of course I can, Cassie. Night of the Sentinels Part 2 is told mostly in flashback. After deleting the files on mutants in one mutant control agency, the X-Men lose and Beast to the Sentinels. Wolverine gets pissed at Cyclops and goes off to drink alone, where he runs into trouble with some barflies. Meanwhile, Jubilee is being questioned by Gyrich in a different place controlled by the Mutant Control Agency, and uh, Gyrich may not be on the up-and-up. All that and more on tonight's The XCD.
0: <laughs> All right, you guys. So this episode, we actually got them breaking in to the MCA, and I just want to know, this was the first time we got to see him as a team actually on a mission, and did it feel like a team to you? Uh...
1: There's weird levels of stupidity where they run into filing cabinets, because Beast is on the computers, as he does, and then there's like hard files, and Storm just goes, oh no, they're locked. And then Wolverine just claws them open, and she looks surprised, once again proving they all met yesterday.
0: (laughs) There was also one of the moments where, uh, what was it, Uh, Rogue, I think? was like, it's later on, but he's like, she's sucking the powers from Wolverine, and, like, nobody Mm. knew she could do this, and also the animation wasn't able to explain it. So she straight up had to say, like, I'm sucking the powers out of you, but not enough to kill you, essentially. (laughs) And I was like, God bless. God bless this.
2: Well, I mean, we could tell right away, because after she sucked the powers, Rogue, for the rest of the episode, was just like, I go where I want to go. I go where I want to go. I go where I want to
0: go. We just got to start having a count on how many times Wolverine says this, because... I wasn't ready for how much it was.
1: It, it, it's so far. We've had 41 minutes of the X-Men animated series and he's said it three times. So basically every 11 minutes he has <laughs> to say it.
0: The
2: worst part about it is uh, just like being his travel agent. You know, like he comes, he hired you to like tell but him what to do for vacation. And then every Logan. time you have a suggestion,
1: <laughs> Logan, I agree. This trip is yours. It's your vacation. You've earned the time off from the X Men. But where is it that you do want to go? Uh,
2: okay, uh, so I've, I've I've looked for the brochures and I, it's it's where I want to go. Sure,
1: but I can't buy the plane ticket for you that says where he wants to go. There's hotels. There's there's events for each day. So, but where where is it that you want to go? You
2: call the airplane. You ca- you call that airplane. and You say that I go where I want to go.
1: Hmm. Mm, I quit.
0: <laughs> yeah, would have to quit. Uh, we did see, so we got to see Wolverine in action, and we also got to see, so I'm confused as to kind of the role Wolverine plays, but also there's Beast, and Beast seems like a disaster. Like, this guy just is there to quote poetry. Like, he he had to, like, wipe the computers, and I thought he was going to smash it, but all he did was st- sit at the computers, type for, like, 15 minutes, and did nothing. So, so-
1: so that's no Cassie because smashing a computer doesn't delete the files and Beast that's his whole thing is he's very very smart mm. but he looks like a beast and so it's a cruel much like all computer, three that's of that's us a Superman name mm-hmm, of course uh, very smart look like beasts and 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 which is why so he was like he was virusing it to delete all their files and that's why Storm fucked up as the team lead then because she said sorry Beast we don't have time and then just zapped it with her electricity only the monitor that desktop, still totally fine, and they still will have their files.
2: Not to uh, not to have an on-air meeting on show, but later on, we're going to do the awards. One of the awards has to be switched out for, uh, like, that. So 90s. And this particular mm-hmm. episode has a billion of them. A billion of the most 90s things I've ever seen. One of them, though, is how in the early 90s, you just thought that computers worked in such a way where you would type randomly for minutes on end... And then there would be a meter that you would have to sit Mm -hmm. and wait through. And that's what Beast's job is. The type of meter. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Any of them could have done it.
2: Clickety-clackety, clickety-clackety.
1: The only way it could have been more 90s if we saw Beast and his hacking was a video game. The way it was Mm. in the 90s hit, Hackers. Of course. That's how you know you're hacking files, is you're playing a Doom-style video game.
0: (laughs) This episode also gave us the devastating news that, like, Morph is no longer with us. How All right, did you so guys handle?
2: let's yeah, let's go through the episode because they were, were the, the episode starts with them trying to get out of this bad guy factory, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Well, it, it starts off with them having gotten out, and Wolverine is punching Cyclops in the stomach, uh, and then it flashes back to them back in it.
2: Okay, so yes, we do have to talk about the in media res weird ass version of this, which I will say that the flashbacks, the way that they structured the episode, not effective uh just confusing they thought that this would be like clever but this was confusing to me as an adult as a kid (laughs) why why are you doing this
1: they never flashed forward again so the whole time it was trying to figure out to where they picked up in the quote-unquote present of the show (laughs) and it's just like oh i guess beast and morph aren't in this scene so this is once again the present
0: I, like, went back. I thought I missed, like, at Morph's death, I thought, like, I missed a huge point, so I, like, went back, like, three times, and straight up, they just cut away, and then we're like, <laughs> I don't feel him anymore, and I was like, oh.
1: Yeah, Gene yeah, just feels if they're alive or not, which feels like an in- face of privacy, but it's also, you knew Morph was going to die. How many times, if, if Wolverine said, I go where I want to go too many times, Morph never said it's clear sailing from here in the first part. Yeah. part one we did last week but in this part he says it nine times <laughs> <laughs> so you know you're like oh Morph is nine gonna die times. because he thinks it's clear sailing from
0: here <laughs> <laughs> oh fucking Morph man R.I.P. to that boy pour one out for miss him miss you Morph but,
2: but yeah they uh, uh they run into the sentinels at some point and they get their fucking chops licked they get the living shit it. kicked <laughs> out of them
1: What's awesome, because to us, the Sentinels are just, like, old news. They've always been there. They don't know what they are yet, so all the new weird tentacle and, like, new abilities the Sentinels show surprises them. So they suck at fighting them for a while, because mm-hmm. they're used to grabbing random dumb guards and saying things like, don't get a moon burn as you throw them in a pond. Oh, are, Sentinels,
2: are Sentinels just basically, like, tall robots with one metal spidey web that comes out of their fist? Like, is that really all they are?
1: One metal spidey web that also like tases another, like laser lases, uh, and they can fly. I think that is all they do. <laughs> That's
0: it. And they wanted to build a hundred of them and got to like ten. So, yeah, a huge army. But there's just Tentinals. you only have so much metal out in the world. This um morph's death also got us a lot of Wolverine angst, and we got to see him. They at, were best friends. They were best friends, and he was just so, so distraught that like his team was willing to leave Morph behind. Morph and Beast. So, like, is this the level of angst I should be expecting from our boy? Oh,
1: yeah. It's an angsty show. And it's, yeah, because they, they they could have all died. So Cyclops said, we got to go. They are not the Marines. They do leave soldiers behind. They certainly and do. So, and uh, Wolverine punches Cyclops in the stomach and says, yes, next time I use these. And pulls out his claws. I don't know if...
2: Which will kill him, by the way. This is a good
1: way to run teams. Yeah. <laughs> this is not... This is not a solid teamwork kind of function. I
2: like it's so hard to like uh, make the break between kids watching this and me watching this now. But Cyclops needs to have as many X Men as possible for tomorrow's battle. So it seems like everything Cyclops did made sense to me. This is a different episode that for Cyclops. Was... Like episode, the first episode he is uh, nothing but like a, a guy with a a watch and uh and he just bitches at people this time he-
1: all late at the mall yeah uh
2: and this one yeah he was right he had to leave and wolverine i think to kids seems like the coolest badass holden caulfield awesome guy and then it, watching it now it seems like he's the fucking whiniest idiot holden yeah. caulfield
1: no big picture no we all could have died like and and cyclops but one once wolverine not he punches cyclops in the stomach uh and then Bales, even after Rogue like comas him, uh, chops Cyclops' roof of his car off and goes to a bar. And Cyclops saves his ass yet again because a bunch of drunk are going to beat the shit out of Wolverine.
0: Yeah. It was a real, like, it was hard. I was, like, battling with myself because when I watch it, I go into, like, kid mode, my little kid brain. And I was like, dude, Cyclops sucks. But then the whole time, the back of my mind was like, he's kind of a good friend, though. It's kind of the right call. And it was a real yeah. battle in between myself of, like, which what is is the right call here?
2: When my wife wants to get under my skin, she'll turn around and she'll just be like, Oh, yeah, Cyclops sucks. And I'll be like, What the fuck did you just say to me? Cyclops is right. You guys suck. You guys are tricked by Wolverine's fucking animal idiocy.
1: Those uh. long sideburns.
2: Okay, no, I want, to talk, I want to talk about all this stuff, though. Well, so do it. Okay, which part? Uh, where do you guys want to go? The bar? The yeah, let's
1: let's set the, the bar. So the Wolverine car, is, the
2: car that Wolverine breaks apart.
0: God, he's so yeah. good.
1: Jean is trying to calm Wolverine down, and so and he is pretty uh, drooling and letting her know he would fuck that, even though she is openly with Scott. And, and um, by the way,
2: like letting him know that she's with Scott, but not saying no, no. You know, yeah. like Jean is uh, leaving the triangle open.
1: Yeah, it's it's. I don't want to blame anybody here, but yeah, there's ways she could have shut that down a little harder. And so he chops off Cyclops' car roof.
0: Yeah, he made it convertible. Yeah, and
1: says, let him know I made it a convertible. It'll go where he wants to go.
2: <laughs> not to uh, not to like pile on with the 90s references here, but Wolverine entered into a Street Fighter 2 bonus round where you just <laughs> punch a car for 30 seconds to see how many points you can get.
0: It was my favorite part because, like, he could have clearly like wrecked it where his car was like c- couldn't run anymore, but he was like, "Fuck this guy, he's gonna be exposed to the elements." Fuck him, and that was oh. it. And I respected <laughs> it.
2: Also, I love that in this fucking like garage or whatever, there's a psychmobile. You know, like, where is Colossus's car? I want to see, like, I want to see what the beast car look like, and is it all covered in blue hair like the, yeah, the car from a Dumb and Dumber?
0: It's y-
1: yes, I mean, yes, they are adults who live. With each other dorm style, but they still have their own vehicles. <laughs> That's why Cyclops did have just like a respectable, responsible sedan.
0: Yeah, it was a real dad sedan that he had. It, just it, car.
2: I, it was just a normal ass sedan that is now a convertible, but instead of two yellow headlights, it had one giant red headlight right from the front. <laughs> Cause you gotta be on brand. Cyclops, yeah, you gotta he,
1: stay on brand. He knows what's brand. I, I love, so when we get to the bar, And Wolverine, those guys are dicks to Wolverine before they know he's a mutant. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. But then when it- Well, he's short, too.
1: Yeah, he's short. And he's playing pool angrily while crying about his dead best friend. Can't have that dive bar energy. And when they find out he's a mutant, the bartender pulls out a shotgun. And that's when, like, Cyclops walks in. And before Cyclops could really talk, one of the barflies just punches him in the face. (laughs) And then- Just knows he's a (laughs) nerd. <laughs> his gla- red, his red quartz glasses go flying off, and then that same guy goes, "Put them back on, please," <laughs> because the lasers are flying everywhere.
0: There's also a point, and I can't remember where it's at. I think it was Wolverine like tries like threatens to punch him, and Cyclops' only response is, "You want to hit a guy with glasses? Would you? Like, what does that mean?" C-
2: Cyclops like- rules. Scott Summers <laughs> rules. <laughs> Yeah,
1: that's 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 very much mocking the person who's threatening to hit you.
2: We have to give it up though to the barfly though, because I uh, I don't know what this means in X Men world, but I do think in uh, real world when they were recording this, they were like, "All right, does anybody have any voices?" And some voice actor on there was like, "I have a, a terrible Jack Nicholson," because one of the barflies <laughs> is full on like, "Why don't you get out of here, fur face?" And it's it's just the worst Jack Nicholson I've ever heard.
1: You can hear him pulling his scout back yeah. while he does the Putting voice. the
2: sunglasses on.
0: <laughs> oh, man, you guys. There were so many great moments of this one. Are you guys good to go for awards now, or is there um, any other?
1: No, we haven't even talked yeah. about the Jubilee. We got Guy Ridge, and Jubilee.
0: You get, speed round. Hit it all out right now. In, in, in 1992,
1: <laughs> Guy Ridge has a great cell phone. It is. Like a Nokia flip phone we would not see for eight more years. And like great red paneling. I don't know if this is what we wanted to slow down to talk about. No,
0: go into extreme detail about the phone. It's what everyone wants.
2: And also, I got to give it up to, I think it was Guy Rich goes to Jubilee's parents' house. And Jubilee's parents are so shaken by this. Uh, Jubilee's dad has a tray of three sodas, spills two sodas all over the place, and does nothing to clean it up. Oh, <laughs> what? do you expect some mutant power to come over and clean up those fucking Dropped sodas, you idiot. <laughs> and I also want to talk about the, the the female president, which is very, you know, that's very uh progressive and everything. Uh but watching somebody exercise in nineties animation was absolutely amazing. She gets on like her stepersizer and she starts going, and I cannot believe how gross and painful this entire thing looked.
1: Which is what exercise feels like. So it was realistic. The most yeah, we find out that like not all is not well at the Mutant Control Agency because they are actually not government-okayed yet. And the scientist uh, was like, we're still in tests. What do you mean you sent sentinels out to steal a child? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I'm glad that the bad guys are not all together on this.
0: Yeah, and their excuse was just, like, uh, it's some nobody child that we found. Like, it's fine. Yeah,
1: she's an orphan. <laughs> and look, she led us to the X-Men, a team we've never heard of before now.
0: <laughs> we had info on the orphan, but not the X-Men. I so know. <laughs> There's a but-
2: full super, like, well-funded <laughs> super team running, but we only have information on the fucking 16-year-old orphan.
1: In, in her breakout she she proves to be very like deft like she gets her ass out of there but uh there's a lot of good character moments to be here for the fifth time in this episode the uh, theme song which is like if you pay to write the song why not play it as often as you can cycle the senti- one of the sentinels says stop and Cyclops pulls a great he goes of course not and shoots him <laughs> how do we this, this is,
2: is, is this is ultimately why how do we not have a most 90s moment? right cyclops says with full dad rage energy not
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's going to be the new award you're right
0: yeah and that would be the one for this week for sure i'm just going to go ahead and give you a point for that one ryan even though it's not a real one i know it's crazy it's just so on point i got to and are you guys i'm the one who
1: brought it up
0: (laughs) (laughs) you know what it's going to ryan (laughs) And are you guys ready to go to the real awards so Mike can try to get some points right now?
2: Uh, Does a mall baby eat chili fries?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Again, what the fuck does it mean? There's so many things. Okay.
2: Well, Jubilee is a mall baby and eats a
1: lot of chili fries. So when her foster mother says, well, I see you again, does a bear shit in the wood? Does the Pope pee holy water? Shit on a bear. Does a mall baby shit on a bear? All
0: right, you guys. Our first award is going to be MVP. So Ryan, who do you got for most valuable player?
2: I, what a swing, folks. We have gone from LVP to MVP here tonight. Uh, Cyclops has gone from just not just like the old annoying nerd dad, but in this episode, the only person whose power works, he will open up <laughs> those goggles and destroy fucking everything. It's Cyclops.
0: He was the only one to kill, like, one of the Sentinels, so it it seems like the obvious one, but, uh, Mike, do you have anybody else for it?
1: No, I I, I agree. I think it has to be Suggles because he sees the bigger picture. We lost two, that sucks, but we might all die, so we gotta get out of here. That's why being a leader is hard. Uh, just because you threatened to stab me in the stomach and, uh, disembowel me doesn't mean I won't go have your back at a bar. Good friend. Mm -hmm. Uh... I'll drive my newly convertible car <laughs> to save your ass.
2: So, and, uh, and then, people who listen to caspen Pen, Cassie's always trying to like get more information about me and Mike's relationship. Cassie, Mike is saying it right now. Like, this is he's talking about me and Mike. Yeah, I am the Wolverine, he is the Cyclops.
1: <laughs> and then, uh, at the end there, yeah, the of course not, and actually being able to take down the robot that, even though. All the other mutants on the team, I do think, are stronger than Cyclops, but they're dumb fucks. It's not true.
0: He's
2: he the most powerful.
0: <laughs> it's simply not true. He will not stand for it. I mean, it seems like the obvious and the probably the right answer. I have down Rogue for when um, Cyclops like chopped down that guard tower and she grabbed the guard. She did save him, <laughs> but then she put him face down in the dirt on the drive by. So like that was that was rad. But uh, I think you're right. I'll give that one to Mike. Just because he is—he's the cyclops of your guys's dynamic, so I'll give the point to him.
2: And that time where Rogue saw the the security guard, and she was like, "Oh, that guy's like a bologna sandwich in the heat in the summertime with a raccoon on a <laughs> balloon on a balcony on a bacon with a barrel in a in a river on the Sunday."
1: Yeah, she talks like a. If you give a mass a cookie book, yeah. <laughs> just always adds one more step.
0: There's so many. All right, you guys. Our next award is gotta be least valuable player. So, uh, Mike, we'll start with you. What do you got for it?
1: I'm bringing it again. Uh, I think she'll she'll. We could just start calling this the Dream Jean Grey award because I don't know what she brings to this team.
0: <laughs> but she was. How would we have known that Morph died? Because the the show didn't mm. tell us, so we wouldn't have known without Jean Grey. So, I think that one is actually garbage. Mike uh, Ryan, what do you got?
2: Here's what. Here's the episode that I saw, Cassie. Uh, first half of the episode fought sentinels got fucking destroyed it was the full team with morph second half of the episode kicked the shit out of sentinels full team but no morph morph is the lvp morph can't can't do shit they're better without him i'm glad that he's dead
0: oh Oh, my god wow that morph is the lvp entirely too bold i'm coming that's fucking right dude goldfish on here that's um i have the exact opposite stance because my lvp is going to be wolverine for letting morph get killed because it should have been it should have been wolverine at that time so i'm gonna give that point it is crazy
1: to push your best friend out of the way knowing he has a healing factor (laughs) when all you can do is change your face
0: (laughs) like it should have like it could have just hit him it would have been fine but he sacrificed himself, and I'm gonna honor that heroism. So it's definitely not gonna go to him. I'm getting the point for that one. All right, guys, our next award is best. Wait, use I'm sorry, of- Cassie.
2: So Wolverine is LVP.
0: Wolverine is LVP. Okay, as keep going. All right, our best use of power award. Let's start with you, Ryan.
2: I I, I got to go back to my boy. It's Cyclops. Like he turns it on this episode, and he busts a fucking Sentinel in the head anytime he wants. He does. Like storm can do stuff storm is the most powerful obviously like she's essentially a goddess but she just uses it in such a way where like they slowly rust over time whereas Mm -hmm. cyclops is busting heads off
0: yeah he is completely taking them out uh it's a pretty solid choice but i know you're just like so dedicated to him but it's like i'm a little i'm struggling with it here so mike what do you got for this one so
1: Jubilee is like fourteen. Doesn't know what's going on. The power goes out, so Gyrich leaves a room, and she still doesn't know how her powers really work. Instantly unlocks herself, blasts through a wall, and takes the Sentinel's knees out. I'm gonna give it to her. She does better than most of the trained X-Men.
0: Yeah, and she, again, she's not understanding her powers. So, and that's gonna be two times that she's like surprised us and herself, and you gotta respect that. I think that's a good choice, Mike. I have actually, and stick with me on this here, I have Jubilee's um, piece of shit, white fat dad, as the best (laughs) use of power because he actually narked on the Narc Cyclops when he, like, Cyclops just showed up to be like, we're worried about your daughter. And he was like, worse than Cyclops. Let me call an agency real quick. And he narked on a fucking Narc. So unreal. Can't believe it. But I think I am going to give it to Mike because I don't know how many awards are going to go to Jubilee. And I think she does deserve it so Mike what's the specific inspired?
2: moment
1: uh it's Jubilee's breakout
2: yeah Plus she blows a goddamn house. hole in that wall
0: yeah all right you guys next award is best joke Mike what do you got for this one uh,
1: I brought it up earlier I guess if we're, I guess it's an attempt at a joke you can't all be spider-man you can't all tell good jokes while you're fighting. So Rogue's attempt at don't get a moon because she happens to throw guards in water and I guess water is like the ocean. The ocean has sun and normally you'd get a sunburn. Mm-hmm. I guess that's what we're going to go with for now.
0: <laughs> I think it, it makes complete sense, right? I, you pieced it all together. I see that's a prime joke in my mind. Uh, <laughs> Ryan, what do you got?
2: Okay, so I don't know if this is like what the show intended or what I reacted to because the best joke is, of course, Cyclops saying, of course... Not that's I mean, that's fucking hilarious, no matter what generation you're from. But the time I laughed the most was when uh, a Sentinel comes in for a perfect landing through a skylight and then just drunkenly drops straight to the ground (laughs) and hits literally every piece of equipment on the way down. I think that's yeah. that sort of goes to show you how like maybe human or mutant soldiers are better than these robots who are fucking drunk idiot morons.
1: Well, it had a hurt, it had a boo boo on its arm. <laughs> yeah. So how could it that not it. knock into literally everything? There was
2: everything. like one spark coming out of its elbow, and then it lost <laughs> all fucking control. <laughs>
0: Ryan, I think it's obviously got to go to that one. I have down um, the joke that the writers pulled, thinking that any kids understand the card references that Gambit makes, because I don't even understand them. Like It's deep <laughs> poker knowledge of everything he throws out there, and I don't know who it's for, honestly. But Ryan, you are right. That Man, watching that guy fall through, so entertaining. So that point's going to Ryan. Our, it's so cathartic. So, so cathartic. Our final award is going to be... Best gasp line, Ryan. You won the last one. What do you got for this?
2: I mean, I nobody has ever fucking given a shit about Morph at all as a character. Like,
1: boo. Uh, yes, we have. But
2: uh, Jean Grey saying to Professor X, "Oh my God, you got to feel this," and he's like, "What? Feel what?" And she's like, "Exactly." And Professor <laughs> X is like, "I don't sense anything." And then it cuts the commercial, and it's like, "Bum bum bum." <laughs> yeah. And at this point, if 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 this is like if this is your only interaction with the X Men, you think that he is of the level of Cyclops and Wolverine, and he's dead. Morph <laughs> is fucking dead. It's I don't sense anything by Professor X.
0: It's so good. All right, Mike, coming what up next on
2: Top Forty Radio is "I Don't <laughs> Sense Anything" by Professor X.
1: Uh, my different kind of gasp is I can't believe. This is what they decided for the character. Uh, Cassie, you just brought it up. Gambit literally just yells rules of card games mm-hmm. while he's fighting. Yeah, <laughs> Seven like- guard <laughs> stud, which means jokers are wild. Which mean, like, And just like gasp after gasp of like, you just couldn't think of lines for this character. So he yes. just looked, you Googled <laughs> rules for card games.
0: I simply don't understand what they're doing with his lines. Like it's not intimidating. It's not cool. It's it's the most confusing thing. Go fish. <laughs> fuck that one would be good i would gasp at that one uh what i have written down is i mentioned it earlier but it is when um cyclops said you wouldn't hit a man with glasses would you because i simply i just can't you i gasped. don't understand it's you full-on so gasped i full-on gasped 100 percent. but i ryan i'm gonna give that point to you because it seems like an actual gasp moment of you thinking he's dead so i think you did that award right um in the end Mike you got 2 I got 1 Ryan 3 awards. Boom. 3 whole awards you picked.
1: Nobody's happy with it. Cassie, I have to
2: ask <laughs> you. Um we have dedicated the next 70 episodes of the superhero show show to doing this. Mm-hmm. Uh Mike and I are of course excited. How do you feel right now?
0: Honestly, I am enjoying it. Like it's a it's a fun watch compared to a lot of shows we've done. Like just, I know what to expect from it, and it's. It, I'm having a good time so far, and I'm excited to see, like, just how many times Wolverine says he goes where he wants to go, and like, <laughs> I am gonna tune in week and week for that.
2: And just the amount of times that me and Mike go to like point at each other and then high five each other and then just start jerking each other off as hard as we can. <laughs>
0: that's gotta be worth and it. And now that I know you're such a huge Cyclops fan, like I can't wait to like really hold that up against you.
1: I do like learning that. I didn't. I don't know if I knew that about Ryan, so you can still learn things about friends.
0: Oh, man, that is so sweet. Well, you guys, it's just too much sweetness, and we're out of time for the show. We got to end it here. So, Mike, can you tell me about some websites?
1: Yeah, go over to yourpopfilter.com to get everything we put out. Throw on a slash Amazon at the end of that, making it yourpopfilter.com slash Amazon to shop till you drop... The holidays are just around the corner. You're going to start shopping anyway. Why not help out your good friends while you do so? Also go to patreon.com slash to get extra special bonus content and all kinds of prizes when you support us uh,
0: a little more directly
1: than just with your ears. Though we do appreciate your ears.
0: 100%. Appreciate your ears. And those ears can be listening to some other shows. Ryan, can you tell us about those?
2: You are currently listening to The Superhero Show Show. Please rate and review this and let us know what you think. Send us an email. Whoop. That I, this is not the time for email. I am so so no. sorry, guys. It's not the the time I d- for d- email. Do not email us. To socials. Uh, okay. So uh, so yeah, superhero show show. Also, if you're into this shit, go to uh, search for movie of the year. That's another show that we do. That's me and Mike, and then I do name Greg, where we talk about the single greatest movie of any given year, rate and review that shit. Or if you like the Cassie part of this show, but not the Mike and Ryan part. Uh, search at for unnatural 20s, rate and review that, where three bold, brazen, browsers, brassy, brassy <laughs> contestants try to figure out what life is like in their 20s, even though Cassie does not have that much time left in her 20s.
0: The clock is ticking, and Ryan, I'm so proud of you for not throwing out broads and contestants instead. I thought I was going to go there. I'm so fucking proud of you. I'm not rude. Uh, That's disgusting. <laughs> it's the time of manners and we are all in this era of manners now Mike can you tell us about social media
1: fuck yeah I can at your pop filter on Twitter on Instagram end of list That's you know how those things work
0: follow us great content on there we also got an email uh, send us over your opinions whatever whatever you want really just send it over it's uh, contact at your pop filter so Ryan thank you for letting me take that one I'm glad you didn't all yours nailed that one um next week we got a big show we're gonna check back in with hellstrom maybe probably not we're probably switching it to the walking dead because we're just so invested but you got to tune in to see also we're gonna enter magneto we're not entering magneto magneto is entering the show that's what's happening it's gonna be great for mike i'm ryan for ryan i'm mike for me i am me bye everyone